Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. No, 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 Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. Hello and welcome to the Happiness Is podcast with me, your host Bruce Aitchison from Happiness Egg Shaped. And you guessed it, I'm very excited. We have a special TikTok Women's Six Nations pod for you to listen to and to watch. And I've got a very special guest, someone who has already played in one of the games this year and hopefully will have more to come. I'm really interested to hear the views because this comes at a recommendation. When I spoke to Brian Eason, when he was locked up in his hotel in Dubai before the World Cup qualifier, he said, you've got to help. You've got to speak to these girls. You've got to get them on. You've got to help promote and he had one recommendation, and he said, you've got to get this person on. So I am delighted that she can join us from the team hotel on this Tuesday evening, and hopefully we're going to get a bit of an insight into what is going on. So without any further ado, please welcome the one and the only, the number nine for Scotland, Jenny Maxwell. Hello. Hi, Bruce. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm delighted. I was laughing on Saturday because somebody behind me was shouting Jenny Rose, go Jenny Rose, go Jenny Rose, because that seems to be your social media handle. Is that all that is? That is my handle. Middle name is Rose. Um, I can thank my mum for that. So uh, yeah, that, that's where that came from. But <laughs> I'm glad to know that they know my Twitter handle or my Instagram handle. That's I, good. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that you were getting middle named. It wasn't go Jenny Maxwell. It was go Jenny Rose. I think they were trying to pretend that they knew you really well. That is so, that has happened though. I do get Je- Jenny Max, Jenny Maxwell. I get full named a lot, Bruce. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain people that get full named, and then there are some that just go by one, like Jade. Jade's yeah. so cool and so well known. She's just Jade. 
That's it. Everyone knows Jade. We all know Jade. <laughs> she was an absolute wrecking ball on Saturday. She always is, Bruce. She absolutely wears a heart on her sleeve and, and, and you know, she embodies what, what we want in our team and what we want everyone to aspire to when they pull on a Scotland shirt. So she's she's just great. And she had an absolute cracker, you're right, on, on Saturday. And playing scrum half, you get to push the buttons and pull the strings and tell them where to go and what to do and when you want it. How much do you love that role? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I've always loved it. Um, you, I've got three sisters. They'll tell you um, I'm the bossy one and and uh, my mum and dad will agree as well. But um, I, do, I do love it. I love having hands on ball and, and, and like you say, pulling the strings um, and yeah, just bossing a few people around. That's that's what it's that's what it is being a nine, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, there's a, there's a mouth there. You, you've got to have <laughs> a bit. You've got to have a bit of yap and a bit of chirp. How do you get on with the referees? Uh, I think I'm better these days um <laughs> we, you know we, we, we're quite good now we let let rachel um obviously as captain do most of the talking and things under the breath sometimes um but no no i'm all good i'm all good i can i can hold my tongue when i need to and then yeah sometimes people feel the wrath but um generally <laughs> generally can control it uh, I, I thought saturday was absolutely brilliant blue sky sunshine it's a great track to play on a record crowd for a game in Scotland. Now, I ask this question and sometimes I wonder how much truth is in it, but it seems like you guys got a huge lift from that support. Is that is that really how it goes? Absolutely, 100%. Um, we obviously played at the Dam Health for the first time um, in the autumns against Japan. And, you know, the crowd are just re really quite close to the pitch. Um, and it, they feel you can feel that, and you feel the energy coming coming from the crowd, and we absolutely felt that on on Saturday. It was so loud, um, and the sun was shining, like you say, and and it was just such such a good vibe from from start to finish. Really, obviously, um, result wise, we didn't kind of get get the result we were hoping for, and that we were, had worked so hard for. But um, the crowd is that is that sixteenth player. I know that sounds um, cliche, but. It's, it, they really, really do give you a lift, even when you, your back's up against the wall. So, no, we absolutely loved having having all, almost 4,000 of them there, or how many it was um, in total. It, it cracked me up at the end of the game when the announcer said there would be no selfies and no autographs. <laughs> and then you lot took hours to get off the pitch because you were there. There was people climbing into the crowd. I saw Lana jumping a, jumping a barrier. Some of the England players were in. Do you love that bit? Do you talk about that bit, or does it just happen? It it just happens, really. We'd we'd not spoken um, about kind of post match protocol, really, in terms of um, what we were allowed and, and not allowed to do. Um, I think it, it was just kind of in the moment. Everyone's so happy to see so many people there, so many young young girls and boys there as well, and family and friends. And that's why we do what we do week in week out um, is to put on a show for them and. Um, you know, I guess we're still not quite used to having having fans back. We've not played that that many games, um, kind of this side of of COVID and things. So um, definitely, just just feeling the love really, and I think everyone wanted to to show that that we were. There was so much love. It was such a positive atmosphere. I absolutely loved it. Talk me through before the game because England are pretty impressive and it's going to take something special or they're going to have to majorly cock up to, to lose a game because they're so strong. When you were going into the game, what was the the pre-match chat? What was the expectation? 
Um, all week, really. We, we, you know, we obviously always look at our opposition and what we might see from them um, and, and, you know, where their strengths lie. And like you say, England are a class outfit. There's no shying away from that. And um, they, they pose threats all across the, the pitch. Um, but it was just really kind of focusing in on a few of, of those key things and then just really focusing on, on our, ourselves and our performance. Um, so going from kind of process at set piece and in our roles off set piece kickoff whatever it might be and just really really focusing in on those and and being disciplined enough to to stick to our processes when we knew that we we're probably going to be under quite a lot of pressure so all week we were we were trying to put ourselves under as much pressure as possible in training as well um whether that be in attack or defense so um yeah that was kind of what we were doing in the run-up but in terms of game uh pre-match speech from Rachel and things it was very much focusing on ourselves and, and and believing that we we can compete with with teams like England and you know we play against so many of them at, at club now as well um that you know we we do know that they are human as well so it's just finding finding the cracks and and trying to challenge them in areas that, that we think we can it, it it was so good and if you just saw the score you would have an idea of what had happened. But that wasn't really true if you were there and saw the performance. It didn't feel like that. You had some great possession, some good territory, took a great chance. What a great try. Um, a couple other chances went close, but but England were, were pretty clinical. When you look back on that, is it take the positives and, and move on? Or are you pretty critical on the, the mistakes that you made or things that you need to improve on? I think we are pretty critical. Um, you know, like you say, the scoreline I don't think did reflect uh, the the competition that was out there um, in, in various elements. And, and there's, we've made huge strides from when we played them last Six Nations. Um, but the scoreline, like you say, didn't necessarily reflect that. But we did have opportunities, and we created those opportunities. Um, I think we got into there twenty two ten times. Um, and, you know, we obviously only converted once, which for us is frustrating um, because the opportunities were there. Credit to England, obviously, that their defence is is outstanding and they put you under a huge amount of pressure. Um, but definitely, definitely lots to learn. And there are loads of positives as well. Um, our set piece functioned really well against the best in the world, which yep, is a really huge did. Positive. Really yeah. did. The I thought the scrum was going to be under so much pressure and you got some decent ball. Jade had to fish it out a couple of times, but it, it the, and the line out, Emma, there's pictures of Emma all over the place now and she's just been yeah. chatting to Jim Havilton and the picture is her in the line out. The set piece went really well. That must make life easier for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I have, I have had times in previous seasons, I've been around a little while now where it, it's not been that fun at the back of a scrum. And I'll be honest, um, I'll be honest there. But no, we're winning quality balls, scrum and line out. And the girls have just worked so, so hard on, on their drill. Um, and I guess then that's why the frustration comes in terms of our ability to convert that into points against England at the weekend. But, you know, we, we, we can take huge, huge positives and, um, and confidence in our ability to execute under, under pressure. That's one of the things I hate hearing from the crowd. 
there's various things in rugby that frustrate me, but one of them is when they're shouting at the scrum half, just get away, just get away. You've That's one of the hardest things to do is to get the ball out of scrum that is yeah. under pressure. Yeah. So it must have been great playing against England and getting some decent ball. And then you're really busy. You you get busy following that ball. You must be desperate for a little Anton Dupont inside line like England got. What an offload that was for right. England's try. That was a peach. I know, yeah. It was class. I mean, yeah, play against Leanne. Riley at, at club as well and she's she's always on those inside lines and um I'm always looking to seek them out as well it's just getting in behind the the defense that we were kind of struggling with a little bit on Saturday um but no it was it was a great game and um we, we did thoroughly enjoy it and like you say the crowd just just made it all that bit better and it was an amazing preparation the although you only got one game in Dubai you got to spend all that time together and then you put in that performance and I'm a housemaster at an all-boys boarding school and there was a group of us sitting watching it and it was one of those moments where I almost sat back and thought, wow, what a distance we've come. You know, a rugby-mad school and boys watching Scotland women playing against Colombia in Dubai, like go figure all that stuff. But <laughs> that that must have given you a huge amount of motivation coming into this championship. Absolutely. And, you know, we've had those qualifiers um, looming over us for, for two years um, and all of our focus and all of our attention has been on on those qualifiers and getting that job done, which like we have done now, thankfully, <laughs> um, we've ticked that box and that the monkey's off our back in that sense. And, and we're on the plane to New Zealand, but it's um, it's guess it's opened an, another door for us with the Six Nations now because in previous seasons this would be our sole focus the six nations would be our sole focus going into a season um so we've got the opportunity to you know test ourselves against kind of the best teams in europe at the moment um and teams that we know quite well as well and just see how much progress we have actually made going into a world cup uh, competition at the end of the year so you know um i'm sure that there'll be there'll be other young young girls um, making their first caps like Meryl did at the weekend. Um, and hopefully, yeah, we get to try out some, some different things throughout this tournament. I had so many people tell me, just wait for Meryl, wait till Meryl gets on. You want to see when Meryl gets on. I had so many people chirping at me about how excited they were for Meryl to get on. So that's exciting that there's there's players pushing. There, there's the, the depth is growing. It really is. It really is. Um, you know, we've got Meryl who, who got a first cap, Shona Campbell off the bench doing an outstanding job on the wing. Um, Evie Wills, who wasn't in the squad um, last week, but she's been great for us as well. Um, Evie Gallagher, <laughs> the list goes on. She's got a few caps under her, her belt now as well. And they really, really do push us. Um, as old dogs that have been around around a little while. They're, they're keeping us on our toes and making sure that we are um, keeping our standards high. Um, and that's exactly what you want. I, I've always had competition at Scrum Half and I absolutely love it. And I I relish that. Um, and yeah, the depth is is growing and it's it's just a really nice place to be um, looking ahead and, and obviously being a little bit older than some of them. It's it's really nice to kind of reflect that actually we have got we have got all these people coming through now and it's it's great. Hello, my name is Bruce Aitchison from Happiness is Egg-Shaped and I am here to tell you where you can get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise. Go to www.halbro.com and search for Happiness is Egg-Shaped in the stores. We've got it all. Umbrellas, snoots, hats 
towels for when you eventually get to go on holiday to the beach or by the pool. We've got hoodies, we've got t-shirts, we've got all sorts going on there. Check it out. Get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise. You can get it all coloured up for your favourite team or for your country. Get involved because you know, I know, everybody knows Happiness is Egg-Shaped. I remember being a, a young kid just out of school and I, I won a I won a trophy and one of the old players said to me, it's not always like this. Have, have you had a little bit of that? Have you told them you don't know how bloody lucky you are? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> not all the time because we, we want it to be this way. Um, we want it to be this way. But yeah, sometimes it's not always been like this, you know, um, in terms of the support that we get or you know, the nice hotels that we stay in or, or whatever it might be. Um, very, very fortunate. And, and yeah, it's exactly what we want. And we just want this to kind of keep growing. And, and you know, I don't ever want these girls that are coming through now to go without um, or to, to kind of have to, to fight for everything all the time. So, no, they're, they're, yeah, they're loving it. They're absolutely loving it. You should see them buzzing around camp. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's inspiring so many. Now you you mentioned um, having competition, and you know you you like that your club team. You know you look at your club team, and you've got internationals there from from other countries, but you've got golden balls at, at outside centre, Emily Scarrett, yeah. and then you've got Sarah Hunter, who both, as you said, are human. They both knocked the ball on on Saturday, which I think doesn't happen very often. What's it like on the pitch against people that you train with day in, day out, you know really well, and then all of a sudden you're locking horns? It is great fun, Bruce, in all honesty. Um, you know, it's we're there for business in, in a sense. Like we're there to get get a job done and to kind of um impose yourself on the opposite opposition and your opposite number as well. But um it is good fun. I enjoy it. Um it's Do you funny chirp this- at them? occasionally not, not too much but it's um it is funny obviously helen nelson um, actually lives with helena roland who was playing yeah. at the time so um they had a they were trying to make each other laugh a little bit i think when they're staring at each other when setting up for a scrum or, or whatever it was um so now it is good fun and it, it's it is strange some like everyone's different in the way that they react to it some you may not get a kind of much out of out of each other on the field but you know as soon as the whistle goes at the end of the game it's it's all friends and and just yeah really pleased to to see the girls at the end of the day there's a brilliant picture doing the rounds of sarah hunter and rachel malcolm having a cuddle at the end and it's just stunning it's such a beautiful picture that's rugby isn't it in a photo really (laughs) yeah no i I think so i think so um the, the back row for england is pretty impressive but the Scottish back row on Saturday were unbelievable. The the two Rachels just yeah. ran themselves to a standstill. Um, and Jade just carried and carried and carried. That's a huge jump up in a very short period of time to be able not just to compete, but to really go for it against some of the best players in the world. That must give huge motivation for the following games. Absolutely, absolutely. We always take learnings from from our previous games into our next ones. But like you say, um, we're, we're taking huge strides each game at the moment, and our, our stats are reflecting that as well. I know you always have to take those with a bit of a pinch of salt, but it it's the way it feels on the pitch as well. And um, we've spoken quite a lot around that, and you know we've 
we've played England before in the past and and it hasn't felt great. You've felt really, really pressurised. You've maybe really struggling to get a foothold in the game and scoreline-wise at the weekend we did, but it, we did feel in control for, for large parts of it as well um, and we definitely pressurised them for large parts of it as well. Um, but yeah, it's just that consistency over an 80 minutes and that is what England are so good at isn't it they're just ruthless and um, when they get the ball so that's what we, we kind of are aspiring to in, in some ways but we are definitely definitely on the right track yeah absolutely now I watched um, some of the, the game back with my wife who is a sportswoman she's actually at training as I, as I do this um, has a huge motivation to encourage girls to take part in sport and get the benefits from sport and to educate themselves about it. And we were watching it and Sarah Hunter came onto the pitch with a smile on her face. And during Flower of Scotland, Rachel Malcolm was smiling. And I was saying how amazing that is to see the enjoyment. And then she went on a rant about, yeah, but it's because men's sport is aggression and you're not allowed to, but it shows weakness and that. And we had this, this brilliant discussion about it. Do you talk about that or is that just allowed to happen? Are you allowed to smile? Absolutely, Bruce. Yeah, it's it's whatever you feel in that moment. Um, you'll see all sorts of, you know, depending on the circumstance of the game or, um, or or kind of what's going on in your life at that time as well. It, it can The anthem's always evoke all kind of emotions, um, but definitely just have the freedom to express yourself in in that moment and and feel what you need to feel and some people need to to feel the aggression to get themselves up for the game and and some people you know maybe like to just take in the moment with the crowd and and on Saturday like we've already mentioned it was it was incredible hearing the crowd sing the Flower of Scotland as loud as as loud as they were and you know kind of seeing your, your family in, in the stands as well was was lovely. There was even little moments though in the game there was a couple of mistakes where people kind of rolled their eyes and sort of not laughed it off, but you know, it it wasn't that over emotive reaction. It was I've made a mistake, kind of next job. It was I just found it really refreshing to see, and it, I don't know why I'm so surprised by it, but it just seemed like there was far more personality about the game than maybe I was I was expecting. I, it was high pressure, Scotland against England, but there was smiles and little moments of just just brilliance. I loved it. Oh, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it, Bruce. Because we, yeah, we definitely did, did as well. And we love playing in front of a home crowd. And I guess that was kind of one of the thing. One of our focuses was that we knew that mistakes were going to happen. They always do in in all games. Um, it's just about how you stick to your process following that and 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 bin it, I guess, and move on to the like you said, the next job. Um, so no, I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it. And yeah, we always try and stamp our little bit of personality on on a game and. And I think that was actually one of Tyrone's, our defence coach's uh, <laughs> things that he was asking of us this week was or last week was to to yeah put put a bit of our personality in the tackles that were going in, and I think you definitely saw that in in some cases too. Yeah, uh, well, it's interesting you say that because I think that that was evident. You you were able to be yourselves. You weren't trying to be something you weren't, and I think that was probably the bit I'm trying to get up maybe that made it feel refreshing. Now, you you had a you had an enforced period of time out the game where you had your injury that was pretty long-term, and I know that you've reflected a lot and, and had to take time to reflect on that, and you've mentioned a couple of times you're pretending that you're old, which just cracks me up, but <laughs> you're older compared to some of the people in the squad. 
what did you reflect on about the game in that time? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I guess just kind of the journey that I've been on, um, but not just the journey that I've been on, but the I guess the journey that Scotland women have been on as well. And I actually did say to one of the younger girls um, who, who's been in the training squad with us, Emma Orr, she was my roomie last week, um, you know, that we've, we have come such a long way and it and it just feels amazing to be to be a part of it and to know that we have actually left this this squad or this team or we hopefully will leave this squad or team in a better place than it was when we started. And that's what everybody aspires to do. So I definitely reflected on that. And, and you know, I, I mentioned before, I haven't always had... Um, the rub of the green in terms of selections and, and things like that and and yeah definitely reflected on that but actually um it's just quite nice to see that I actually have have played a part in in where we are just now and um and yeah I guess it's just it's yeah without being too soppy it's just really really nice, <laughs> it's uh, a nice place to be. I get it I can handle soppy because that's that, <laughs> that's pretty much me and rugby's I mean you started at six there's no way, and I know you had a female coach, which which we might talk about, but there is no way you had a role model that was a female international rugby player at six years old. No, no, no way, no way. Who, who were who were the people that you that little Jenny wanted to be when you were running around playing rugby? <laughs> it's funny, and I grew up at Leicester Tigers as well, um, as you probably know. So um, I had a season ticket there. I think I went to my first game when I was two weeks old or something um but my dad will would tell you the story better than I'll tell it but um I wanted to be like Jordan Murphy the the fullback um and he used to score tries swan diving over the try line and obviously I'm, I don't actually score that many tries now but when I was running around at six or seven years old um I think the coach actually had to tell my dad um to ask me to stop uh, swan diving because I was going to hurt myself um, so I think if I was to pick one person uh, yeah he was probably up there I, I just love the way he scored tries so um yeah no I definitely didn't have any female female role models um apart from obviously family members and, and my female coach like you mentioned but I did start at the same club as well as as Emily Scarrett um and kind of she was a couple years above me so I kind of saw her going through the ranks as well um as I grew up but you know, I didn't even know women played international rugby until um, I was probably trying to do it myself. So it's, um, yeah, it, it's crazy, really. It's crazy, but hopefully it's brilliant and it, and it's better. Uh, when I spoke to Tamara Taylor, she said that she didn't need to see it to believe it. It sounds like you didn't really need to see it to believe it, but 
were you aspiring to play international rugby or were you just having a whale of a time playing a game you loved? In all honesty, I was having a whale of, t- whale of a time. Um, playing the game I loved, I'm, I'm competitive as most of us are um, and you kind of have to be, but I wanted to be the best player I could be and whatever that looks like, if that was in a club shirt, a university shirt, an international shirt, um, you know, I just wanted to be the best I could be. And I always said, if I ever stop enjoying it, I'll stop. Um, I guess it. Well, the beauty of it now is the girls that are kind of at university or, or, or kind of making decisions about their future. This is for many uh, in a lot of nations as well, a viable option now in terms of a, a career path in some ways. So that was where I, didn't see it going in in a sense so I, you know I always stuck in at school and, and got my grades and went to university and things like that because I didn't know that women could be um professional rugby players um so yeah were, were there great. other sports that you flirted with um growing up I did everything really but I did gymnastics and swimming um and rugby were the three that I was kind of doing the most of growing up and then as as many sporty kids do you get to kind of 16 ish 17 and you have to strip back some because you, you your school takes over or um you just not got enough time in the week so yeah still still got gymnastic flexibility i saw <laughs> i saw wassel was doing a handstand in the gym on social media the other day yeah she loves a handstand i can do a handstand still um i can walk on my hands but yeah no not very mobile that definitely does not stay stay with you um unfortunately but yeah <laughs> uh there's there's quite a few of the players in women's international game have done pretty impressive things elsewhere you know shona brown we were talking about rona before we came on who were were multi-sport athletes i suppose you then go to loughborough i mean that <laughs> must have been utopia was it yeah, absolutely. Um, Loughborough is, is the place to be. So I, I actually went to Leeds Beckett University for my, my degree. Um, and then, yeah, when you, when you come to Loughborough, after that I came to Loughborough to, to obviously play for Loughborough Lightning. And it is crazy. You see, you know, kind of all these Olympians walking around and the gym is insane. The facilities are crazy. Um, and you've got absolutely everything you could ever need on one campus. Um, so, no, it is it is really inspiring to be a part of that. Even if I've said it to our SNC coach, it does turn you into a little bit of a gym snob. Um, you kind of any other gym you walk into after that, you, you're like, no, I'm not sure if this is for me because <laughs> you're used to it being absolutely perfect. But um, but now it's it is a really really cool place to be and, and really loving being part of it, being involved in Loughborough still. And they also the athletes they also get to have elite sport tutors and lifestyle mentors. What on earth do those people do for their money? I don't know actually, Bruce. Not sure. <laughs> How does that feel having a role like that when you are it? Uh, I absolutely love it. To be honest, um, I guess I kind of did sports science, sport, sport and exercise physiology masters, um, but I was so busy playing, training. I didn't get a huge amount of experience in. The field that I'd studied and um yeah I guess I kind of heard more about performance lifestyle support and performance lifestyle advising and managed to get a, a mentoring role at the university which is now kind of rolled into the job I do currently which is kind of working part-time for the university supporting the student athletes there um and I just, but I just think it's really necessary um you know I guess when I was at university I kind of was spinning plates and trying to juggle everything as as all student athletes are but I think what is asked of 
student athletes now is so much more I guess as as sports progress like women's rugby um, and all the other sports the, the kind of demand placed on these these athletes student athletes is huge um, so it's just really nice for them to have a point of contact and someone that actually understands kind of what what they're going through and work through these challenges with them and and make sure that they're you know kind of balancing everything okay and contacting the right people when they need to and just yeah helping them manage their stresses a little bit better I guess. It sounds like an awesome job. For the last six years Fill Your Boots has been making rugby happen at the grassroots level. Please get involved and go to www.fybrugby.com to register your club or to register as a player and join the online community to make sure that games continue to happen in the future. Joining clubs with players and players with clubs to make sure that we can keep the club game as strong as possible. Fill your boots, bringing rugby together. So you had a female coach when you were when you were a nipper. What you didn't know any different, so it didn't seem strange or peculiar, or it was just what happened. What what did that do for you now that you reflect back on it? Do you think it really was just reflecting back on it that I thought actually that may have may have played a part. I guess that combined with the fact that my my mum and my gran are huge rugby supporters. Um, and Leicester Tigers supporters, um, they'll make me say that. Um, so, yeah, I guess it has just been the norm um, for me. Um, she wasn't my coach for for a very long time, maybe my kind of early years when I started at six, maybe three to eight or something like that. Um, but having these women that were passionate about rugby around me definitely, I think, made it made it the norm. Um, but I've had some other coaches, not, not necessarily female, but other coaches going through. I went to Nottingham Paviors for long time I had two coaches there um Stuart and Ken who you know just instilled a huge belief in me um when you know like I said before I was just running around doing what I enjoyed and actually they were the ones that said I think you're actually all right at this and maybe you should <laughs> um consider going up to Scotland or um seeing about my dad's heritage and things like that so yeah so what did dad say when the the call came from Scotland under 20s Oh, he was over the moon, as you can imagine. I, I, we went actually for an open trial at the time, which those don't really exist anymore, I don't think. But um, he, he he found the advert. I was at university and he said, what do you think? Do you fancy it? And I said, oh, yeah, absolutely, Dad, let's go. Um, and we went up in the car and I didn't know anybody at all. Um, and like I do with most things, just give it a go and see what happens. And, yeah, he was absolutely over the moon whole family came out and, and watched me play my first game and they've been following me around ever since so they, they must be having a good time as well I guess they are having a whale of a time watching the girl play how often have they been able to follow you on the seven circuit because you've had some belt and trips with your yeah, sevens I know I know they do try and make it to, to as much as they can my mum's a, a teacher um so it does depend on when school holidays fall and all that stuff but um They've even come out for our warm-up tournaments to Amsterdam. I played my first tournament in Brieve in France. They were there. Um, where else have they been? I mean, Rona's parents, they came out to Ukraine yeah. um, and all sorts. So, yeah, no, they they definitely do. They they come um, whenever they can. They're hoping to come to, to Italy the, uh, later in the tournament as well. They've already booked that one in, so... Just need to get picked nice. now. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, keep playing the way you're playing. You'll be fine, I think. So 
when I when I spoke to Brian before Columbia, he was like, "You need to get the girls on. You need to speak to G J Max. You need to speak to her." She, he said, quite often I get questioned about what we're doing and why we're doing it, and he said she's one of them. And you had you've had mum for a teacher or a teacher for a mum, one way or the other. You had a female coach. Your degrees are in sport. You're an athlete mentor. It's all teed up for you to become an international coach. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, Bruce. I've not done a huge amount of coaching, believe it or not. Um, definitely. You're, you've got a bloody good background in it. Is it something that would interest you or is that too far ahead? Definitely. I, I mean, it is hopefully a little way ahead. But um, no, I, I, I would love to be involved in the game. Um, and whether that is in the same vein as my job at the moment, um, in terms of helping to support um, the kind of female rugby players and athlete welfare and that kind of side of things, really, really passionate about about that side of things. Um, or coaching, um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I could be a head coach though, Bruce. I think maybe a skills coach or or something like that I could do. But um, you know, I, I do I do challenge Brian quite a lot. You're right. So. <laughs> I've got no doubt you could be a head coach. I have got absolutely no doubt. Well, I've, I, I primed you a little bit for this. I said I was going to ask you some questions at the end and you didn't want to know. So this is completely off the cuff. So I want to ask about your teammates, but I want to get to know your teammates through you and the selections you're going to make. So I've got five categories here and you must choose a different teammate for each one. So, so choose carefully. So the first one is, who would be your teammate to go for a coffee with? I would say Rachel Malcolm. She loves coffee. So you know you're gonna go somewhere good. <laughs> There's quite a few coffee fans in the squad, but um she she know you're gonna go somewhere somewhere good with her. I obviously play with her at club uh, and she's my captain as well. So she she knows me very well. Um and yeah, she she'll definitely have have some good chat for me, whether that's just as a friend or or as a captain for sure. I think that's a piece of nonsense. You're telling her what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ra Rachel, welcome for coffee. Now you've already mentioned Jim, and you're a bit of a gym snob. So who would be your training partner? Who would be your gym buddy? Good question. I mean, the obvious choice would be obviously Rona Lloyd, but. I'm not going to say her because she would have me doing biceps and that's not that's not where my strength lies um and we'd, we'd probably fall out over that so i would say probably helen nelson would be my gym buddy we have a good natter in the gym we get our get our weights done we push each other hard um and yeah we train together quite a lot actually in terms of pitch and, and gym so um she would be my my training partner there's a bit of a lightning cleek happening here. <laughs> right, so you, you've been for coffee, you've been to the gym. Who, who are you going for a beer with? A beer. That is good. That is hard. Um, I would go for a beer with Evie Wills, Curveball. She's a young gun, but we. she's a ball of energy, is Evie Wills. Um, and she's young, so she'll know all the trendy places in town. So she'll, she'll take me to the new, the new cool place to be. Um, she was yeah. in the crowd on on Saturday conducting things. She looks like she's a social beast. So yeah, okay, yeah. that's yeah, that's a decent part, choice. Part of our social group, so she'll take me somewhere cool. Right. So you've gone for a beer with Evie. Now, 
a little bit maybe classier, who would you go for Prosecco with? That would have to be Emma Wassel, I think. All oh, right, okay. Emma Wassel uh, for, for Prosecco. She likes her wine. <laughs> um, and yeah, so do I, so. <laughs> okay, nice. Well, I got Emma on the stage in the Thistle Suite after when you came back from Dubai. And you're right, she was armed with a glass of Prosecco when she came up, so I can see that one coming. Right, now I think I know, and I, you've already mentioned her, who would you do a TikTok with? It would have to be Rona Lloyd. It would have to be Rona Lloyd and and Rona in the Wales. She has been guiding us non TikTokers through um, (laughs) through the kind of what what TikTok is and how we use it because it's taken it's taken us a while. I'll be honest for some of us to to get (laughs) get to grips with, but she has always got plenty of ideas. So yeah, she would be my my go to girl. Is it, a, is it a three-line whip now that it's a TikTok Women's Six Nation? Are you all told, right, you've got to be on TikTok now and producing content, or is it still free choice? No, it's free choice as far as I'm aware, any, as far as I'm aware anyway. Um, but it is exciting. I mean, a, a sponsor like that is absolutely incredible. So we're all really, really keen to get get involved, um, even if it doesn't always come as naturally to us as, as it does to the likes of Rona and Shona and Eva, our young youngsters um, as well. So, um, no, it's just, I'm just so, so pleased we've got a title sponsor like that. It's amazing. Shona and Eva are all over it. They seem like it, they're relentless outside Orium doing dance. I saw Jade jumped into it. They gave Jade a pretty basic dance move to get involved, though. <laughs> she's embracing it though is jade she's she's popping up all over the place on the tiktoks at the moment um and she doesn't seem to be in charge though she's just getting that, involved in other people's <laughs> that's it that's it i think that's the same as me though bruce i've not posted one tiktok but you know if, if someone pulls me into one i'll, I'll give it a go <laughs> i saw you i saw you got a nine out of ten on one of the dance-off ones yeah well Hidden talents and all that. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, time, it's time to get involved. Obviously, Lloyd got 10 out of 10, but I think she was scoring it herself. Yeah, always. Uh, Nelson didn't score well. She she didn't look quite as comfortable dancing. Poor Nelly. Poor Nelly. <laughs> poor, poor Nelly. You're lightning, pal. You're like... Well, Jenny, thank you very much. Um, we can't let you go without a bit of a look ahead, though. You've got a big game coming up this weekend. What's the preparations like? Uh, going really well so far. So we are actually just back into camp today. Um, and I think we're just really excited to to get into the week and yeah, look ahead to, to Wales at the weekend. We always enjoy playing Wales. It's always a really, really competitive game. And I think like we've spoken about already, there's so many positives we can pull out of that England match and then things we want to fix up as well. So excited to get get to work this week, really. And the Welsh women's rugby is on a bit of an up because they've now got some professional players and then they get a win at the weekend. Did you see that one coming? Yeah, yeah, we watched, well, a lot of us watched that game actually um, after hours uh, on Saturday and it was really back and forth match really, wasn't it? And, and Ireland looked to be in it for, for much of the game, but Wales, credit to them. Um, you know, I think their bench did a, did a great job um, when they came on and, and they managed to, to close out that game. Um, so yeah, definitely lots of it, lots for us to prepare for. Um, we know that they they enjoy physical contest and got a good scrum as well. Um, so yeah, lots to prepare for, but um, we're excited. It's great to play on that pitch as well at the Arms Park, similar to Dam Health. So it'll be fast and furious. You you guys look like you enjoy that. 
hopefully yeah i i enjoy it hopefully it'll be a dry day um like we had at the weekend i definitely enjoy enjoy a dry dry pitch as a scrum half but um it, it does make a difference i think playing on similar surfaces it, it shouldn't really but um like you say it just gets you into your rhythm and um we've played at cardiff farms park uh, quite a few times and it's a great it is a great place to go and play so um hopefully we we can get the result as well as a nice day of, of rugby for everyone to watch and it's a bit closer to home will there be a will there be a little maxwell corner at the stadium cheering you on I hope so. Mum and Dad and my other half Dan will be uh, heading along, and I think a few other few other friends. And, and like you say, it's not it's not too far for people to go. So hopefully, maybe not a full stand, but maybe a few few rows. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not this season. Next season. Next yeah. season. <laughs> Jenny, I've absolutely loved speaking to you. Uh, Brian was right. You were you were a good a good choice, a good person to speak to. I I absolutely loved the weekend. I'm a bit sad. I can't be at any of the other games. So. Uh, it's going to be watching them on TV, but you're doing a fantastic job inspiring so many people, not just the next generation, but just so many people with the way you're going about things. So thank you very, very much for that. No, thank you for having me on, Bruce. And yeah, we we, we love we love rugby. We love what we do. <laughs> um, and yeah, just thanks for the support. As always, it's great. No, awesome. Well, all that's left to say is please go and beat Wales. <laughs> we'll give it our best. <laughs> Please go be well. Jenny, thank you very, very much. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. Absolutely brilliant. Loved speaking to Jenny. Uh Brian Eason was right. Perfect person to speak to. Great views, great enthusiasm, and you can see the personality absolutely shining through. Very important person in the group and a very important group. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what comes next. This TikTok Women's Six Nations has got off to an absolute flyer, and hopefully there is a lot more to come. If you've enjoyed it, you can catch us on Apple and Spotify because Acast have gone away somewhere else. You can watch on Facebook and YouTube and hopefully you'll also see little clips on TikTok. That's right. Happiness is Egg Shaped is now on TikTok. We'll be on Instagram and Twitter as well. Give us a follow. If you enjoy the pods, please go and have a look at the back catalogue. Tell your friends. Leave us a review. But remember, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. In the meantime, my name is Bruce Hitchin. My happiness is egg-shaped and I hope you stay safe and well and healthy. Enjoy the rugby. All the very best. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped and love's a circle with no end. Love's a circle with no end. Um, happiness is egg-shaped and love's a circle with no end. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.